Hi, welcome to episode 35 of the Oral Fix podcast. I'm Drew Brown. I'm Daisy Duck Henry. And we're your hosts of the Oral Fix. Oral Fix is a weekly social commentary podcast for the gay community. You can find us on Stitcher.com, iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, and a whole other list of other places that you can find out about on our website at oralfixpodcast.com. So, you're now Daisy Duck. Is that what's going on? Well, if you must know. <laughs> <laughs> you're taking on a new persona? Mm, yeah, per request that we got on iTunes, we got some feedback. Uh, Tricky Toro, he left us a three-star rating I don't know if he wants his, like, name. Like, he's probably going to think it's... You know, we do tell people it could be anonymous. We want to tell all his business. Well, <laughs> it's... He's already anonymous. His name is not really Tricky Choro. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he says... Um, moderately engaging hosts could pick up the conversation with more energy and less verbal pause, pauses. Great guests... With an exclamation mark, Skype mobile phone quality, audio, smiley face, frown. So, um, I felt like I needed to pick up the energy and be a little more Disney-like. And I assumed the personality of, not Minnie Mouse, but Daisy Duck. So bye you're going to so you're gonna channel Daisy Duck? I'm going to channel her a little bit, I guess. I felt like I needed to be a Disney character to, for this show. Okay, well that's good. I mean, well, I mean, it's <laughs> great we'll to get better. It's great to it's great future, to channel you know? someone. It's great to channel someone that's pretty for, forget that that forgetful. <laughs> 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 As for Tricky Toro's feedback, you know, any good feedback, any feedback is good feedback, and we welcome it here at the office. Yes, this um, is true. But you know, of course, you know we have. You know, I mean, this was just kind of like a, a side project, and it, it's kind of blossomed into something a lot more than what we ever imagined. And, you know, of course, you know, from our very first show to now, we have, you know, made a lot of changes. And so a lot of things have happened. Yeah. And so we've, you know, we are, you know, we are a work in progress. We're still under construction. and. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. So, I, yeah. you know, I mean, he, he gave us three out of five stars. So if we were that nice. bad, mm -hmm. it could have been two. Or if he was really shady, it could have been <laughs> one star. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, I think that we've had, you know, really great, you know, like he said, we had really great guests and we had really great discussions with them. Uh, on our show, and we continue to have great guests, and we have a great guest on on this episode of the podcast, um, and we have some you know some people lined up as well. So I think that you know uh, I think if Tricky comes back for more, but you know which he should because I mean if you have an oral fixation, you always come back for more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if he comes back for more, he'll see that you know that we are listening to to him and to you know and also that we're also trying to improve yeah you know so you know tricky come, toro come back you... tricky come back <laughs> <laughs> he was very honest and we appreciate honesty if you listen to all of our podcasts you know that we appreciate honesty especially if you date us Mm -hmm. Exactly. But the quote, you know, just to quote RuPaul, don't be throwing no shame. We just want to get paid. 
<laughs> okay, hunty. <laughs> Speaking of RuPaul, did you watch it this Monday? Um, I did. You know, I have to say, you know, uh, you know, it's a lot more interesting than you know, RuPaul Drag Race is a lot more interesting from you know, I I thought it was going to be. You know, I missed a lot of it while I was in Canada, so I did get to catch up on a lot of the episodes. Um, but Mate, Fifi O'Hara, I'm sorry. That bitch. I mean, she's like Shangela in season three, where she was just cutting up everyone for no reason. And no, I mean, I think Shangela was a little bit more like, you know, I think Shangela was also kind of retaliating too, you know, mm-hmm. like to what people, how people were, like people were well, ganging up on Shangela. Uh, but I think Fifi is, is being more like, I'm the prima donna, I'm the diva. Oh my God. You know, a lot more than Sa- Chandler wasn't as. She's worse than Willem. Yeah. Fifi. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's supposed to be really, you know, shady next week. So, next week's episode is supposed to be, you know, someone's reading Fifi to a point. So, that should oh, be. Oh, I'm glad. Answer. Well, it's Sharon Needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that should be very interesting. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's good TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot better. I mean, the girls are not. I haven't. I don't have a favorite so far. Like, I. I mean, no one is really bringing it or serving it. Like, you know, I like Sharon Needles. You like Sharon Needles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of like her, but you know, I don't know. It's just not. It's. I'm rooting for Sharon Needles. She's kind of like Raja, but very much more extreme. And I'm rooting for the short Puerto Rican one. What's her name again? Um, Kenya. Kenya Michaels. Yeah, I like her. I think she's like you know. I think she's really cute. Like she's like but a, she was really shady to Madame Laqueur in this past episode. Sorry. Well, hello, but could you, I would be. I would have been shady for Madame Laqueur too. Do you see her? <laughs> oh Lord, look, girl, look like she could be one of the. One, she could be part of the Puerto Rican weather girls. <laughs> oh my God! And what's wrong with the weather girl and, her, and the weather girl being Puerto Rican? She was two tons of fun. No, there's nothing wrong uh, for her. I'm just saying. Are you like, reading her for being fat? No, I'm not reading her. But she after just, we did an episode on body image. No, and I'm last not, week I'm not reading her. But she just looked messy. Like I don't. I mean, it's not like true. I'm not. She just looked messy, and I yeah. don't care what size you are because the other girls on there, the other uh, big girl on there, she, you know, she serves it. Um, and you know, there's no. I love her, but, but I don't you think know, she's gonna win. There is no Madame Laqueur. Like she is, she was her outfit was tacky. It was just not. It was just not. It didn't look good. And then the whole thing no, with her, where her wasn't. shoes, like you know, yeah. girl, if you're a big girl and you know that you gotta be, you gotta work the runway and pumps, work it. <laughs> you know, like surf it. Like you know what you, you know, like like you know. I forgot what her name was. She was like, you know, you gotta have a stacked heel. You gotta do what you gotta do to to serve it. You know, that's like, kind of funny how the camera just panned and onto her heels. Yeah, but then she, <laughs> but then when they were on the judging panel, she didn't have her shoes. She had her shoes off, and I was just like, "Girl, she, they look like it was, it was just not cute." I was like, "Girl, no, not cute at all." It was just not cute. I was like, "Mama, you look broke down. Like you need to." Sorry, Mama. Sorry, you need to go back to Puerto Rico and get it together, <laughs> and then come back to football <laughs> drag race. Like, there's a lot of girls. Thing. I'm sure there's a lot of other drag. If I was a drag queen mm-hmm. and I was home and I watched her and mm-hmm. I saw her, I would have been like, and they didn't pick me and they picked that bitch. I would have been <laughs> upset. Like, I would have been upset. 
so I don't know. She's just not. She's not good. But I I do like the the one. I forgot what her name is. But the one that never, you know, the big girl, you know, who's been in prison and she's funny and she she comes across as being like very motherly. Like, you know, she was very, um, you know, very nice. I like the little moment that she had with Jiggly when Jiggly, you know, her mom died and and she was very consoling and very supportive. I thought that was really sweet. And, and all the girls were, you know, really supportive of Jiggly. Um, but so I kind of like her and her story. But and I do like little Kim meets Nicki Minaj, Kenya. Oh yes, she's cute. She's, she's like a little. She's like a little pocket gay. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little. Well, pocket, she's a little pocket drag. <laughs> but she's good though. She's cute. She could. She could turn the runway. And she. I mean, I like her outfits, and you know, and she's cute. You know, I don't. I don't like that. You know who's. You know who reminds me of Shangela is that Milan chick. Which Milan chick? Oh yes, kind. Uh, well, no, I don't see it. No, because Milan, you know, when they were doing the, they were doing the the group, and she was like, "Oh, I was trying to help her out," and she would just seem kind of well, you know. I mean, I like Sandra a lot more than Milan, but like, if anyone was, I could compare it to anyone. It was kind of her, but mm-hmm. I that Milan chick, she needs to go because she's busted, and I was just like, "Ooh, yeah, I," you know, I I, I don't know, but but. Anyway, it's good. It's good. It's good TV. <laughs> <It's definitely laughs> did you watch Untuck afterwards? Yes, I did. I did watch Untucked. You know, I was. It was kind of funny how they repeated the scene leading up to Untuck of of Jiggly Caliente crying, and it was like this elephant cry. <gasps> <gasps> And I was like, oh, my God, what happened? She is devastated. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to watch and talk. I have to watch and talk. Oh, okay. I was about she to say, is, you, I was about to say, you are a drama queen. You are, you are, did he, you're like, I was like, where is she going with this? Because I was like, oh, my God, like, you are about to be out on the ledge by yourself. Because, you know, she, she was crying for her mom. <laughs> But well, I know they did it, make it. They did make it seem like you know there was something else that was going on. Like they did make it seem like maybe one of the girls read her, or yeah, there, exactly. There was some like, drama. That was but, it. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but th- just the way you, were, but the way you were leading up to it, I was like, oh lord, he needs to tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jiggly Caliente a lot, and I think she's a really good. You know, part of the show and uh, the contest, and I'm glad you know she got to be. She is a part of the contest because I want to see how far she gets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's good. I mean, she she hasn't really. I mean, I like her personality, but she hasn't done anything that's been, been like you know. She's not like the Angina uh, or Juju B no. who, who had mm-hmm. me had at her low. You know. No. Um, but you know, I do like her, so we'll, we'll see. Or Manila, you know. You missed. I think the episode of Untuck where the girls read her for points because she kept on saying negative things about her weight and I read she, I saw the one when they when they were talking when they read her about her her sewing was that the same one where because she didn't mm, sew her outfit or something like that I don't no that's not the one that's okay. the one I missed I missed the very first Untucked but oh. the second Untucked uh, was a good one because they confronted her and all the girls even Fifi phony Fifi. <laughs> was like <laughs> that sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? P five P five O fum. 
Go back to Party City where you belong, bitch. <laughs> Did anyway. they say that already? No, that's the next episode. That's where uh, they start yeah. reading each other Sharon Eaterals and her. And I hope Fifi gets eliminated on episode four. I'm sorry, Fifi. But, but you know what? They got to keep her around. They got to keep her around because a lot of the girls are not really that. In- I mean, it's not. They need that. It, it, it's not like there's one standout right now. You know, no. I mean, for past seasons, they had like someone who was, you know, there was Raja. There was Manila. You know, for, there was Jujube from other seasons. You know, there were a lot of standouts, you know, no. right away. This Didi, season, Didi this really season. turned it out for when she sang for her the, life. For Natalie LaCole. In front of the, the Natalie Cole song, yeah, she did. I think I think she's gonna have a lot to show us. If I hope so, I mean, I don't, her. I don't really, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. But you know, she she did turn it out. Her performance was good. <laughs> did we talk about your week at all? Do we want to talk about your week? <laughs> Do we talk about my week? Yeah. Um. Well, we've been talking a lot about freaking RuPaul Drag Race. Um. <laughs> but my week is fine. I'm back in New York City. I'm home. Happy to be home in my own bed. I get to sleep eight hours a day. Um. <laughs> so that's been great. Um. But other than that, I've just been catching up and just trying to get back into the swing of things of being home back in Brooklyn. Well, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. So, on that note, I guess we should, you know, talk about uh-huh. our next segment. It's that time. Take it away. So, Take it away, Miss Duck. <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack. Um, everyone, we're really happy to introduce you all to Sergeant Sass in our next segment of Chiffer Chat. And I found them on YouTube, and I fell in love with them and their music, their video, Faggot Snappin', really caught my attention, and I was like, oh my god, I have to make this viral, I have to put it on our blog, put it on all of our social networks, I hope Drew sees it, and Drew obviously saw it, and he was just as excited, he was like, we have to have them on, and I was like, yeah, he wrote to them and they're very excited to be on our show and we had a great time talking about their music and who they are and they shared and with us and with you and without a ado here is sergeant a long time ago in a galaxy far away knew these two dudes and they happened to be gay from the planet of sass because they so sassy on some other shit talking like gives away we ain't got a spaceship we got a fucking space station freezer like Han Solo because you won't be patient we intergalactic planetary your ship ain't took off because it's ordinary we star track baby and you just start search can't see us with the Hubble telescope better call Houston yeah we got a problem Boston space like the motherfucking Robsons danger I'm deep like a crater I'm a Jedi got a big lightsaber like how I shined on this track like the sun I already seen your plenty, yo, oh, beat me up, son. Yo. Can I get a flight? What they do? Listen, I'm going far, far away today. Where's all my shit? Cause I can't come back for it. We've been close, but there's about to be some distance between us. 40 million kilometers to Venus. But I can't stop there. I'm going where our sun don't shine. I'll always care, and you'll always be mine. But I got a deal light years away on some uranium mines. See, I played my space cards right. I got the space ace. Everyone back up, back up. You're in my personal space. Back up. Please back up and make way for the 
All right. Welcome to our very special interview with the dynamic duo that is Sergeant Sass. Um, we, we did our, we did, Henry actually did a blog post about and posted your video on our website. Um, and we just thought that you, we really liked it. So we wanted to have you guys on our show. Um, so why don't you guys first introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are. I am Deshaun, better known as DT of Sergeant Sass. And I am Daquan, better known as KD of Sergeant Sass. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So um, can you tell our, for those who are listening, who are not, who might not be as familiar um, with Sergeant Sass, how did you guys, how did Sergeant Sass come about? Basically, we um, went to art school together um, <clears throat> and the whole Sergeant, birth of Sergeant Sass happened in Deshaun's living room. And it was just a passing thought of mine. Um, we had listened to a record of a gay rap group. <laughs> and I was like, it'd be better if we did this. And, you know, the decision was made then. And okay. came up with the name, and I hated it. And, <laughs> you know, but we figured it out. And so we was are. There, we was are. there any bloodshed? <laughs> no, at, not at all. There's never. We, we love each other too much. <laughs> it's my brother. Okay. Okay. But I was just like, I don't like that. And but we're very honest about what we do and do not like. So. Okay. Out of curiosity, what, what was the name of the rap group? Oh, VIP Party Boys. Mm. But they're no longer a band. But you may know their lead uh, rapper, uh, Johnny Makeup, which early 2000. Or you might not know them. And that's why okay. <laughs> no, you can tell from my silence, huh? <laughs> it's all right. There's a lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> silence equals death, huh? <laughs> no, no. So can you um, tell our listeners, um, can you describe what your, your music style? We are... All across the board, I mean, we are hip-hop-based lyrically, but when it comes to the music, it ranges from everything. I mean, from street beats, top 40 beats that you hear on the radio. Like, we, we love those, and sometimes we rap over them. Um, when it comes to my original beats, um, Electro House, Experimental, Dubstep, um, we even sample Courtney Love whole uh, celebrity skin for a song as well. Okay. Nice, hot. Cool. So, and you said you guys have been together for five years. Yeah. And so what has been the response, like, from, you know, both the gay community and also the hip-hop community at large? It's been interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's been interesting. The ride has been interesting. Um, I think we have a lot of supporters, period, Um, especially people that have come and seen us perform. They love us, you know. Um, but okay. as far as it goes, as far as other out musicians, uh, other out hip-hop artists, it was really hard to kind of get recognition for what we were doing, and they mm-hmm. ignored us. I'm going to be straight up honest about it. <laughs> they okay. And we have up. a song called Art Faggot Ooh. that you can download and listen to. <laughs> And it tells all about that. (laughs) It's really hard. Like, we we like interviews, but it's hard to talk about it because, like, it's in the music. Like, you know, it just... Okay. Yeah. And so... So what? So what? If we were to come to, if we were to see you live, like, what is the sergeant? What is the sergeant sass show like? It's real hip hop. Yeah. It is two MCs and a DJ. 
and um, uh, we engage our audience, and we just have a really good time, and we mm-hmm. spit hard, and <laughs> we go hard, and we're cunt, and we're crazy, and, you know, you'll live. <laughs> 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 Where are you from? You guys are so modest. Philadelphia, <laughs> <laughs> baby. It's the brotherly love. Yeah, the, the home of um, cream cheese and modesty. And cheesesteaks, baby. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of meat. <laughs> oh, are you talking Trey or are you just talking me? Me. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so, um, so you were saying before, like you know, um, that you at first you didn't like the name. So, how does the like how does the who takes on which perform persona? Are you guys both? militant or are you both sassy yet how does that work it really depends on what song and how you're feeling at that very moment when you come up with a song idea okay we both can really channel both the sergeant side and the sassy side yeah so we both will share that title at any okay. moment mm. yeah. but just be careful we're both sergeants <laughs> okay. A really messy situation for anybody on the other side. <laughs> Again, we have a song called Art Packet. You can go download it. <laughs> speaking of Art Packet, and like the question you asked earlier, other hip hop artists, like um, Art Packet was made with Plastic Little, who's a straight hip hop act. They asked to be on that track. They insisted, excuse me, to be on that track. And we were like, no, we could come up with something else. Like, we're kind of, you're like, we don't care. We want to support that. And that goes and shows you the kind of support that we were getting okay. versus the kind of support we were not getting. How far have you guys gone to perform? And, I mean, what other have you performed outside of Philadelphia? I think you have from some of the reviews I was reading. Yeah, we've been um, a lot of places. Uh, Providence, New York all the time. Um, last last summer we were out in Cali, Cali. for five days. Oh. Yeah, so we're we're always everywhere. Do you okay. perform at balls? We no. haven't. We no. haven't. No. Mm. Okay. Because y'all y- y- could tear it up in like, you know, the the butch fam category. <laughs> <laughs> you guys we could you guys could do it. You guys could do a little chant. <laughs> Yes, totally. <laughs> well, what really drew me to you guys and and ignited a spark in Drew um, was that song that I posted, which was um, "Faggot Snapping," and um, and I wanted more. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I wanted more of the video too. Like, I want you. Like, I don't know if you guys are working on remaking the video or doing a, a full length, but. Where can we find your music? Because I had a tough time even trying to find a download on Faggot Snapping. Well, it should be uh, simple. It's um, on our website. We have our two mixtapes and our EP, and a remix EP as well. And the address is sergeantsass.com, sgtsass.com. And everything on, on there is free for download. Okay. Oh, sweet. So you guys believe in that marketing thing where 
if you make your work available, it'll actually push people to buy your work later on. Yeah. If you make it for available for free download, I mean. Exactly. And it's original music too that's actually available for free. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice. I'm I'm going to head over there and 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 get faggot snapping <laughs> on my um Android. Um but how did that song come up? Like what were you Hey, thinking? D, this one is for you. <laughs> So I was on the bus, <laughs> and it was during this time where everybody was making some kind of popularized song versus dance, and I was just like, this shit is so dumb, I need to be dumb like that. <laughs> and like, it could definitely catch on, but maybe not. So I came up with this whole thought, and I was just like, wouldn't it be dope if... And I told Deshaun, he's like, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see a pattern. <laughs> I was just like, well, I really think we should do it just because. It just would be popular, like, in people's face and, you know, edgy. And I think that's kind of what we need to kind of at least get ourselves out there. As being raised by the pop idols that I love. That's what they all did. So I was just like, let's, we're faggot snapping now. That's what we're going to do. We'll it's happened. <laughs> so um, wow. we got with Johnny Woods. He made the beat, and we made our verses, and the rest is, um, hey, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you mentioned, you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that um, for Art Faggot that someone, some, some, you wanted, they, the people wanted to kind of guess star on, on this song but you guys were saying no like do you guys believe that fat joe came out with somewhere sometime last year saying that there's a gay mafia and hip-hop do you guys believe that that exists but there's always gay people and higher power because we just run things yeah they don't have to be out <laughs> but i do <laughs> believe and us. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't like the Illuminati or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but do you think that? But do you think that you know we could have a, a gay rapper in the mainstream and actually and sell records and everything would be okay? Without apparently, there are gay rappers in the mainstream. Well, yeah, yeah it's not, not out. It's not out. Yeah, can we have an out gay rapper in the mainstream? Yeah, we got bisexual rappers like P. Diddy and... <laughs> well, hey, don't... Allegedly. Say allegedly. I'm trying to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. Didn't Nicki Minaj say she is a... I am the gay rapper? Didn't that's what she said? That oh, what she shit. Said? That's right. She said that in the song. I don't believe in her. I don't there, believe in that I, statement. Was she, was at, she was at a show for Shangela, and she was, like, cheering her on some gay club. There was a time that she was saying that she was bisexual, but then she kind of took that back, and she was just saying now she's just, just a fan of the gays. I haven't I, I, even seen a no-hate picture from her, so moving <laughs> on. Oh, <laughs> are you guys are you guys Little Kim or or Team Team Little Kim or Team Nicki Minaj? Obviously not Team Nicki Minaj. Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly. I like them. I like them both, but I don't know. I like the way out situations on both sides. Because obviously I was raised in the nineties, so I was raised on Kim. Yeah. And yeah. my first rap songs that I wrote down were Kim. So I'm a ride with Kim. But Nikki's so cute sometimes. I just yeah, don't she's know. A super <laughs> 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 
But lately, I don't know. With all the singing and all that shit, I don't. I don't support that. <laughs> when she spit, oh. when she spit her bars, yeah, I can fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I think I'm more team Nikki than I am Little Cam. I mean, I like Little Cam, but I think that. Nicki Minaj, like some of her, like her her verse on Monster, Kanye West Monster was off the hook, you know, so yeah. I mean, it from great. that, it kind of sold me. Roma's Revenge sold me, like, you know, I mean, her, her, I mean, of course, now we live in a, we live in a, we live in a age where, but, you know, if you want to sell, you gotta, you know, do those kind of like poppy rap songs. Um, but could you seriously get through all of Pink Friday without skipping tracks? Um, I skipped some tracks. Okay. Oh, well, there it is. All right. Well, go home and put La Bella Mafia on. You won't skip anything. Or put in the toys KIM for that matter. Yeah. Yes, saying. Naked yeah. Foof. I was yeah, that shit was hot, too. I mean, I still think Kim had the best mixtape done by a female. The female GOAT was, like, one of the best female hip-hop mixtapes ever made. Because all of the tracks were from predominant, like idols that came in hip-hop females and she rapped over it and owned it but nobody's talking about that shit because we're talking about onika (laughs) 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 you seem a little angry (laughs) i'm not angry i'm just frustrated and (laughs) i was just so frustrated with her she's like i'm like why would they give cocaine to people that have threat syndrome I don't understand. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so what Sorry. what do you guys have? <laughs> what what's in store for twenty twelve for intelligent size? Black nail polish. Black nail that's polish. That's the name of our album that's coming out. It's a full length album called Black oh, okay. Nail Polish. Okay. And are you guys are you guys signed to like a indie label or you guys do everything in house? Like are you guys producing everything on your own? We are we have producer friends and great engineers. Whereas uh for a label we're totally DIY. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Cool. We do all of our own booking, everything. So okay. on top of our nine to five we turn into Sergeant Tassies at night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Well, we'll definitely put all your links to your to your website and um and any other like information that you want. That you guys are you guys on Facebook as well? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, I mean, we can put all the, the links in our show notes so people can um go to your website to get your music as well as like you on Facebook. Um, so we'll put all the links in the show notes for for everyone. Thank you. So, on that note, thank you guys very much for stopping by and, and talking to us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Really appreciate it. And uh, keep snapping. <laughs> keep faggot snapping. All, right. All day. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Some knowledge, I'ma read that bitch.
it is a change to excuse my shit when I act out of line and I spit and I kick and I rip and I dip and I yard trick. What bitch you don't like my shit? What bitch wanna fight me? Trick in the back of the classroom said he talk shit. Better shut your ass up before I reach you real quick. Uh, I'ma reach that bitch. I'ma teach that bitch. I'ma give that bitch some knowledge. I'ma take that bitch to college. I'ma reach that bitch. I'ma teach that bitch. I'ma take that bitch to college. I'ma give that bitch some knowledge. I'ma read, I'ma read, I'ma read. I'ma read, I'ma read, I'ma read. I'ma read that bitch. All right, that was I'ma Read by Zebra Cats featuring Nina Red, which is a perfect song for our next segment which is main drag and really why you're gonna read me (laughs) well the topic is all about you know you know main drag is where we have a topic and we just kind of you know just kind of share our point of view sometimes we agree sometimes we don't or whatever it just kind of put our own perspectives out there (laughs) and this topic is you know can you tell someone is gay just by looking at their face this is a whole new meaning of giving face so the song is perfect because i'm a read so you can you know read someone's face but there's a a study that's saying that you know the reason why gaydar exists is because Mm -hmm. people look gay basically (laughs) (laughs) I read that article, and it's true. You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and so they did a study saying, asking people, and they, they only had 40 participants. And so I wouldn't really you know, consider this a study because 40 people is not really – that's not even a you – know, that's a – 40 people – I mean, there's more people in a train car. <laughs> you know, like there's not really a lot of people. Um <laughs> But uh, but they asked 40 people <laughs> and to, to take a look at pictures. Mm-hmm. And based on these pictures, you know, they asked people to find out, you know, their opinions about the about their person's sexualities, about the people who were in the, in the pictures. And so they think that there's a, a link between the way your face is shaped and your features and and how, you know, you can be able to tell if you're gay or not. I mean, I think there is a, a thing called gay face. I think that does exist. Um, you know, gay face. You, I've never heard of such a term. You never heard of a term called gay face? No. Oh, Henry. Um, you've been out in the sticks for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah, I mean, there's gay face where people just, they have that kind of like, you know, that <laughs> gay face where they do. Gay face, you um, got the sweetest little gay face. No more singing. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but you know, I don't. You know, do you think that there is a a correlation to the way your face is shaped and how you could tell if someone is gay, or do you just think this is just bullshit? I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I. I, I I'm sorry, I do. It's um, I read this article. I don't know. I I I think I saw something on Unicorn Booty, and um, I had a link to some study, and the study was it seemed really going off the deep end. Um, it said that most gay people they associated through this study, which they surveyed like I think thousands of people or something, and it's. 
I think it was mostly out in Europe. So Europe gays compared to our gays, I think they might be uglier. <laughs> oh my god! Are you but, talking um, about the same? Are you talking about the same study? Because this study is actually happened in Pennsylvania. Oh, so so it's not the same study. Um, anyway, the fact of the matter is. Do you think that, but then the question is, do you think that if you can look at someone in their face and say you're gay? No. So do you think that people can just be able to, like, you know, your face is shaped? I think it's apparent with most people. Well, first of all, when I was commenting before about the survey and, you know, who did it and what I read previously to this article, it was related to, I think, a study in Europe and this study here from Pennsylvania is totally different because it doesn't the Huffington Post at least doesn't go into detail as the study that I read prior to this but um going back to your question that you just posed I think that when you look at someone at least for myself I don't look at their overall face I look at I look into their eyes first okay and I could judge them because to me, I think that the windows are the eyes to who people are. It's the eyes to the soul. I could tell a lot by someone's eyes, you know, and how they look at me, how their eyes react. You know, do they get tense? Do the people dilate? Do you know all those things? And then I okay. look at the overall face. I, you know, my cousin used to associate and people in my neighborhood, most Latin people, would try to analyze gay people and see common traits among us uh, physically. Mm-hmm. And what I learned from them was that everyone thought that any gay, anyone who's gay, the back of their heads was tend to be, um, it looked a lot more round and more feminine-like especially the neck. And in front, if you looked at someone from the front, if they had um, extra skin hanging from their chin, that was another sign of you being gay. Okay. So if you had a double chin and you had a fat back of your neck, then you were gay? Well, it (laughs) depended how it dropped that double chin. Because double chins usually have a crease. So if you had like a little waddle... Like what? you know, like the like the waddle, like you know, like the old, like you know, like old, the kind of like saggy, saggy skin. Mm-hmm. You know, like when old people have the little, they look like kind of roosters, mm-hmm. <laughs> or well, not that bad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I, I, okay. Haven't you noticed though? I, 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 you know, for myself, I have had, I have noticed that trait among a, a lot of gay people, especially a, the overly feminine ones um i know for myself i had that for a while and then my friend sandy who's chinese she um she taught me how to take that away uh with a ancient traditional chinese exercise (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um but i i mean i think it's also different i mean i do think that there's a difference between someone who's been kind of out for a long time and kind of comfortable in their own skin. Of course, you can kind of easily tell that they're gay. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, I, I, I know a lot of, sh- I have a lot of, you know, let's say my friend Darren, who's, um, who was, he came to one of our events. Everyone thinks that he's gay. I mean, he's a very uh-huh. well, well-dressed man. He, he, he does a lot of, like, 
you know, work around, you know, gay issues and stuff like that. And so, and he has a lot of gay friends. You so know, he's covered so, in gay from day to day. Um, <laughs> but, and, you know, he's always put together really nicely. So a lot of people, when they first meet him, they think that he's gay and he's not. I mean, he's, he's very straight and, you know, but, you know, so, I mean, I think that sometimes people have their own perception of what a gay man is, whether it's just the way they dress or that they're too fashionable or this and that, or like what your cousin is saying, just like the back faggot of the neck. Snapping. Uh, or if they're faggot snapping. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, just like there are all kinds of gays, whether you're butch, you're femme, you're, I don't, there's so many of us. I mean, we're, we, we come in all shapes and sizes as well. You know, I mean, I think, but what what makes your gaydar goes off like go off? It's like not, what what would make your gaydar go off on you know when you see when you see someone? When I see somebody physically, my gaydar will go off for um, color schemes, what kind of colors they're wearing, um, what are they wearing, uh, how they're wearing it. Um, what else? Uh, physical characteristics. I would look for some of those that I've just spoke about that I grew up learning about that other people use. <laughs> um, but since I've been out since I was 16, I've been around the block several times and uh, in the community. <laughs> and um, I've got to see <laughs> many different types of gays. So you can't judge gay a people. Yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover. Not at all. I mean, everyone has... Look at Battlestar Galactica. I mean, oh, they God. Have, but their, at... their books, their books <laughs> are not, you know, 90-degree corners. You know, they're, they have different corners. Okay, I have, no, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, I mean, I think you look in, you know, if you look in, I mean, I've seen a lot of those kind of like hipster, like Williamsburg, you know, artsy kind of guys where uh-huh. you think that like, oh, maybe they're kind of gay, but then they're, they're straight. And then their girlfriend comes up and you're <laughs> like, what? What happened? You know, I think that you know, when now there is a lot of kind of um, ambiguously gay men, you know, where you, it's hard to tell. Like you can't really tell if they're gay, if they're straight or what what's going on you know so i I, mean, I, I think the i think the line of like oh you know it used to be very clear that oh if you see someone sashaying or whatever i mean i guess that's what people assume then that person is gay <laughs> but you know i mean no i mean it's it's changed a lot i mean there's a lot of you know sometimes sometimes i'm even pressed sometimes i'm even like wow you're gay like i i would never have known like sometimes i'm i'm fooled the fact of the matter Overall, and I say it repeatedly on this show, and I will continue to say it repeatedly, is that everyone is a sexual being. It doesn't matter if you're on one end of the scale, the middle of the scale, or the other end. We're all sexual beings. And maybe some of these hipsters that your gaydar goes off for, they're really gay, and they haven't really come out to themselves. And they probably won't for decades and centuries maybe <laughs> yeah i mean i also i i you know and i have so i've heard you know i have friends who hanged out with you know a lot of hipsters and then you know sometimes they're like oh yeah i hooked up with that guy and i'm like oh really i'm like what what you know 
and they're supposed to be straight. So it's kind of it's always weird. So I mean, I guess anyone. I mean, I guess there's always a fine line. I don't necessarily know. You know, I don't really. I guess I used to have to use my gaydar a lot. You know, back you know back in the day, but now I don't really use it because <laughs> I think you know I think now gay is so gay is so much in the mainstream now that mm-hmm. like gaydar seems kind of a thing of the past. You know what I'm saying, like it just kind of seems antiquated. Well, girl, let me tell you something. Don't maybe throw maybe gaydar, your gaydar maybe, away. I know maybe my gaydar needs to upgrade or something. <laughs> 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 Honey, I, I don't your gaydar it. might save your life one day. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't really use it anymore because I think you know. I don't. There's a lot more options out there, and sometimes you know, of course, you know, you have that kind of like straight crush, or you have that like, oh, is he gay? Is he flirting with me? Like, what's going on? I'm not really sure, but mm. you know, those things sometimes happen. But you know, and then sometimes. I guess sometimes happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes more than <laughs> than you you would like. Um, but I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't necessarily look at the person's face. I judge mostly by their actions and what they and how they're responding. Actions. What kind of actions? How they're responding to me. Like what? Um, I think that I think that sometimes some. Sometimes they sometimes guys can say things that can be a mm-hmm. little like, what did he just say that? That they could just be a little like a red flag would go off and like to make you think like that did, that didn't sound like not like a typical. We don't want to be stereotypical, but like it didn't sound like it sounded kind of like he was flirting or he's you know kind of making a comment that's like mm, where you can read between the lines you know sometimes you know if i've been in situations where straight guys you know do make those kind of comments where you're like what are you flirting are you hitting on me or what like <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on you know what's happening and so you have to mm. kind of assess the situation so, so i i look mostly at how you know what they're what they're about, and and I usually you can tell mm-hmm. if the person is game or if they're you know not. I mean, at least if they're game for a little, you know, romping the hay, you know, romping <laughs> the hay kind of thing, or you know, whatever. I mean, you can kind of pick up on where they're kind of heading it. You remember like, when we went to Germany that one time? Yes. Um, and I stood the night over some guy's house. Um, yes, you were up to your horse tendencies, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, when she says, which, folks, when she says she's been around the block, she <laughs> she's been around the block. <laughs> Thank you for announcing that. Um, <laughs> Said it. I was just reiterating. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for my cheerleading crowd. <laughs> anyway, so, so, so what what, the guy that I met at that store and who was hitting on—I thought he was hitting on me. Heavily. Oh, he had—he had a girlfriend, didn't he? Oh, I told you. I thought I, I thought I kept that secret to myself. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, but there was also Joshua Tree. You know, a friend of ours. He also had someone who was kind of straight. At the time, too, when we met, I mean, he and he met him at the of all places, a Holocaust, you know, museum. 
<laughs> which is like, how are you meeting someone at a Holocaust museum? Like, what the hell is going on? You know, and I'm, and then I'm and then I'm just kind of like, why am I looking so sad? Like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? I didn't, I didn't think you know this was a, a pickup cruising spot. Like, you know, I'm here like mourning the lives of of people, and people are you know, getting you know picking up guys. And I'm like. What is going on? This is not right. <laughs> well, anyway, the guy that I met at the clothing store, he he was all in into me and liked my shirt and whatever. He invited me over to his rave. First, he invited me to his home, his apartment. Um, and then I, I don't know, the end of the night, we went back to his place and he took off his shirt. And he suggested I sleep with him, and I took off my shirt, and I figure we were going to have sex. <laughs> and his English was okay, and okay. my German was <laughs> not the best. And um, he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, I thought you were gay. <laughs> 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 It's like, no, you know oh that girl we were with? <laughs> oh, that's my, my God. girlfriend. I mean, that's, I didn't I didn't is... exhibit anything between so them we... that said they were boyfriend girlfriends. And so, so what were you? What were he you was doing? so he was so friendly. He was really outgoing and he was hot, very hot. So um, what were you doing like, what, did you like try to go down on him or like, well, I tried to kiss him. Oh, you tried to kiss him. Oh, yeah. And wow. I, I tried to feel him up. I, I, you know. When... <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, child. Your gaydar was you talk about antiquated <laughs> gaydar. Your gaydar did not go off at all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one time my gaydar was not on track. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I, I do think that, like, you know, I do think the gaydar is, you know, exists, but I do think that gaydar was invented was because, you know, we used to, you know, be in such secrecy, you know, there used to be that kind of, like, mm -hmm. you know, we could never be out in the open, you could never be really public, so everything was kind of, you know, like, wherever you're tapping your foot on the bathroom stall or so whatever, like everything was like cold, but like now, like there's so many, especially living in New York, the gay Mecca, um, you know, your gaydar doesn't necessarily have to, it's, it just seems so natural. It seems a lot more free nowadays than back in the day, but I don't know. Well, that's a wrap up of the main drag and <laughs> we need to move on. We're going <laughs> so let's, for a break. Let's move on. Let's go for a break and then we'll we'll have some music and there you go. I'm so glad you agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Fast, yeah, go to it, Sergeant Fast, yeah, go to it, Sergeant Fast. 
Frank KD. Nothing about you, you ain't no Remy. Not with the squad, I'm there from the beginning. In the end, like the Alpha and the Omega. The shit that I spit is too hot for you, Grandma. It's gonna go easy on the first, but some of y'all must wanna ride in the hearse. See, DT just trying to follow his dreams. Wanna cop some ice cubes and match the ice cream. I'm out in Old City where them niggas ain't clapping. Getting my dance on with Jackie, yo, we snapping. Dressed in black, head to toe, we matching. Whiskey with some PBR, yo, we just drank. Welcome back. That was Faggot Snapping by Sergeant Sass. I love Faggot Snapping. How about you, Drew? <laughs> I do, I do. Me too. <laughs> so now we're going back into the closet. Not that we're literally opening a door or walking back in, but this is a segment where we usually throw people, places, and things that we believe should go back into the closet. And they need to be reassessed, reassessed, or reevaluated, redone before we let them back out of the closet. And this week, Drew has a very interesting item. Why don't you start, Drew? All right. So this week, um, I'm throwing in to the closet that old bitchy queen, Karl Lagerfeld. Because he came, <laughs> she came for my girl Adele and called her fat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait! He, he wait. tried to read Miss Adele. That's right, Adele. He called <laughs> fat. He said, "You know, she has a beautiful voice and she's pretty. You know, she's a beautiful face and she's a beautiful voice, but she's too fat." And, okay. you know, he got a lot of shit, you know, for for this. <laughs> and and this is Karl Lagerfeld, who looks like the, you know, the grim, the grim creeper. Uh, <laughs> what, what was it? The creep, the creep keeper, um, <laughs> you know, and it's like stick to fashion, stick to designing and, and your and fanning your fan. Um, you know, I, I love Carl and everything, but girl, you got to go back to the closet. Don't be talking about my girl, Adele. Um, so he called her fat and then, you know, he took a play, you know, out of everyone. Like once everyone started hounding him, he kind of apologized and said, Oh yeah, you know, I apologize for being fat. I, I used to be big too. You know, and it's just kind of like, yeah. And Adele was like, and Adele was Sorry. like, listen, you old wrinkly, you know, man, don't come for me. You know, I'm not trying to be, you know, she said, she said, I'm not trying to be, you know, this kind of like, you know, typical pop star, skinny and whatever. Like, and she shouldn't have to be. And why should she have, like, why does her weight have to you know why do you have to use why do you have to describe her you know why does her weight have to be in her description why can't you just say you know adele she's very talented and whatever but why, why does she have to be this kind of like fat oh she's fat or she's overweight or she's whatever like well since since when is car carl largefeld largefeld a, a um you know social commenter like 
I don't know. A critic, you know, like Joan Rivers is a celebrity critic. Now she could say something like that and get away with it, but Carl. But you know, I I didn't. You know, I just think that you know, I think that it's one of those things too, where like you know, I mean, you know, I think it's one of those things that's kind of messed up. Well, you know, not that I'm going to take on you know for you know we've been talking about body issues, and even though I met, I read Madame Queer, but you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's one of those things where he's trying <laughs> to say like, oh, you know, she has a pretty face, but she's fat. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that backhanded compliment you know where it's kind of like no i mean she's talented and regardless of if she was a size two or a size 12 <laughs> or 22 that should be that shouldn't be the issue the issue should be that she's talented and i love her music and you know and i well, was really, i was really you know I, I thought she you know there was this rumor that she was gonna take five years off to fall in, you know, to focus on her new relationship and all this stuff. But that was just a joke. Adele is not taking five years off. Um, she said more like five days um, that she'll be back into the studio. But Carl Lagerfeld, I mean, she needs to go back into the closet and not, you know, she needs to watch herself. And she needs to worry about her next Chanel collection instead of, you know, trying to read the girls. Or she should take a look in the mirror because she's not that cute. Well... Not many people look cute at his age. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, I mean, he's a, I mean, he's, I mean, he's <laughs> genius, and I, I love Carl. You know, I love his work, and you know, and all that stuff. But like, anyway, he's not. He my my thing with this, and I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna throw him in, and I'm not gonna agree with you. Okay, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna turn the eye, the cheek, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch you throw him in there. Why would you um, not throw him that? back into the closet for saying to, for him making rude comments? One, it's true. Two, that, 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 two, we only throw things back into the closet because they're disrupting the queer community. Now, how is this disrupting the queer community? <laughs> because she she's not even gay. <laughs> Carl Lagerfeld is not gay. No, Adele. Oh well, hey, Carl Lagerfeld. He put he, well. He, Carl Lagerfeld should just know better. He tried to read her, so <laughs> I'm throwing that bitchy queen back into the closet Whatever. for being a bitchy <laughs> for being a bitchy queen. <laughs> oh God! And maybe she should, you know, slip on a flesh jack and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> or maybe flesh slip into a flesh jack. <laughs> or maybe she just slip into a flesh jack more like it, and maybe she wouldn't be so angry. So, uh, maybe he wouldn't be be so angry. Maybe he does need a flesh jack in his life. (laughs) So, that's that. (laughs) Back into the closet for this week. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking a break. We'll be back. Take your money. Take your money. We gon' take your money. 
Alright, that was Kate Middleton, the Saint Remix by Nadia O. Giving a little shout out to the Duchess of England. Hot little track there for you to get your booty shaken. So we're now coming to an end, to the end of our, our podcast. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, hopefully Tricky Toro <laughs> is a fan <laughs> of, of this one. And hopefully more people will will join him and give us some more feedback. Exactly. On iTunes. Yeah. Exactly. And and you might and you might get Taylor Swifted and we might, you know, <laughs> talk about you on our podcast, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> Taylor Swifted. Okay. Yeah, you know how like Taylor Swift, like every time she is in a relationship, she writes, you know, mm-hmm. she Every time someone, every time some guy breaks her heart, she you know runs home crying and writes a song about them. Just like and Adele. So that's kind of like my thing. Whenever, whenever I I talk about something, I always say, "Oh, yeah, I'm gonna Taylor Swift you or something." So you might. So in our case, we might talk about you and in, in our podcast, <clears throat> and you know, but it's all it's all in good fun. We definitely want feedback, and we definitely welcome it. So. Please drop us a line, uh, send us your emails. We 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 definitely want to hear from you. And I think we should tell everyone your, about your latest purchase and actually our gadget of the week. The gadget of the week is the well, it's the Targis, um lap chill mat, which you know it has definitely been working for my computer um it's been keeping my computer really cool and i've kind of just been trying to figure out like when it makes noise and when it doesn't make noise and i do think that like for the most part it's been fine um so i'm hoping that everything is it's good and this the mat has been keeping it cool everything is copacetic and so because it was really making a really nasty Texas Chainsaw Massacre sound, and I was—I know I read your blog. <laughs> it was not cute. Close. Like my my, you know, I was also kind of embarrassed. Like you know, it's one of those things when you know, it's like you're out with a, with a screaming baby, like parent, <laughs> and your like child is like yelling. I felt like that because I was like I didn't know what to do. And my brother's like, "What the hell is that sound?" And I'm like, now I'm feeling all insecure about my you know, loud as laptop. Um, so how long have you been running the laptop without having the chainsaw sound from the fan come back on? Well, using it's, the mat. it's only been like a few, it's only, been, it was only a few days. Cause I got, I, you know, I, it kind of make it was making the sound towards the end of my, like kind of the last week. And so, I, you know, cleaned everything, and then when I got back here, so, like, maybe, like, a few days while I was, you know, maybe, like, four or five days while I was in Canada, um, and then once I got back, you know, I mean, I just got the, the mat yesterday, so it's, you know, it's a, you know, it's been, you know, I would say it's been, like, a week in total. Nice, that's that's really good. I, so, I, I know. For- I was hope I was hoping that you know I, w- I was praying that it wasn't you know I was gonna have to replace the whole fan and and do all that stuff. You know, even though the computer 
is not, I mean, it's not that old, but it should not, you know, conk out. So No, it is old. I mean, in computer terms, your laptop is old. If your laptop is running, my laptop should be skipping. Because, <laughs> 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 honey, don't try to come for my, don't try to <laughs> Your ass right in the class. I'm not trying to come for you. Why are you trying to make this all about you? I'm telling I'm trying to tell you the truth here. And the truth here is that your laptop is five years old. If you Google that bitch, you'll see when it was made, which was in two thousand and seven or six, your bitch is old. I got, I got your her. HP pavilion one thousand and something I, I, is very old. I got her in 2007, I think. 2007. Look at that. Five years old. The lifespan of those laptops are four to five years. And if you don't really use it that much, six. So the fact that you're experiencing overheating issues and the fact that your processor on that laptop is very old deems it an old computer because it can't keep up especially with online media, streaming media, um, with the codes and the processing of the content and any other new applications you might install onto your yeah. computer, especially the updates coming from Windows. So, you yeah. bitches out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but if my shit, if, if my computer is running, if your computer is running, again, oh, if you your go. computer You're... is running, that ain't that dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I'm trying to read you? I'm not trying to read you. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. I, and I'm trying to tell you. You're so sensitive. Uh, yes, this is because, because this is my baby. You know, <laughs> I worked hard. I purchased this. this my oh, baby. yeah. You masturbate with her. You do that cyber stuff with her. Okay. X2, Manhunt. What else? What, what, Sweet 703. What, what I, other? Where I, else do you get your porn? I don't know what else you're talking about, but all I'm saying is that, you know, this was like my first, I mean, I'm not my first big purchase, but, you know, it's like I bought my computer. It's my first thing. I bought it, you know, whatever. Mm. So it's my baby. So if, you're, if your computer is still working, <laughs> which sounds like Texas St. Shaw Massacre Part 1, 2, and 3, and the <laughs> If, no, 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 no. My 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 computer span sounds really bad, but it does not sound like a chainsaw. Now, every now and then it does. No, but my my computer is. But yeah, I I I that was my thing of. <laughs> it still does not sound as worse as yours. Yours could work the dead. <laughs> yours, I you know yours is really loud. Mine, all it needs is true blood. Just to make it Yours feel just youthful to be again. Great, honey. <laughs> she needs to be six feet under. <laughs> you know, onto a new topic because you are just not letting this go. Um, <laughs> this don't come from my laptop. That's all I'm saying. I got to defend my baby. You know, <laughs> while Please, she's bitch. Working. I told you what to buy. I don't. I, and I was, was the I one was who gave you was, the right choice. I was very thankful. I was I very mean, thankful. Yeah. <laughs> And you and you think I'm coming after your old ass laptop? <laughs> I just saved your laptop. Your laptop was having a stroke. 
She is fine. She is fine. And now the chill pad, the lap, what, what's it called? The chill lap The mat. just chill lap mat. I can't say that. The chill lap. You are Matt, you. You cannot say Sergeant Sass. You. We need to do hooked on phonics. What is going on with you? <laughs> anyway, okay. I really, I really it's, like. It's, it's time to go. <laughs> we <laughs> we need to go because that would be delirious and silly. Um, we we do want to hear back. You know your feedback. You know, take a page from Tricky Toro and send us your comments and send us your email. Um, and you can email us at oralfixpodcast at gmail.com or you can, you know, drop us a line at 646-504-3491. You can also follow us on Facebook. A lot of things that we post on our blog are different from what we post on Facebook. So you get extra bonus content. So you should also follow, bonus. Bo- follow us on uh, Facebook as well at oralfix at facebook.com slash the oralfix podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at oralfix podcast. We're also on Google plus and that's and you're annoying. <laughs> and your fears. <laughs> I'm sickening. You hear this voice? It's sickening. Uh, not in a good way. And when I say fears, that means I'm not saying your fears like you're over. I'm saying your fears like you're tired. You're so tired. anyway, you're um, <laughs> but anyway, that's the end of this podcast and our craziness. Um, yeah, we- I hope Tricky Toro like. Well, liked my Disney. Yeah. Like it's snapping. Your, yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right, Miss Daisy Duck. So right. we are now going to leave you with uh, Reva Star and Fat Boy Slim featuring Birdie Man. This is Get Naked, the dub mix. Enjoy, folks. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>